This week's episode is sponsored by Jagged Edge Productions and ITN Studios' Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Only in theaters, March 26th to March 28th. The suspenseful and thrilling sequel to last year's immense hit, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, amplifies the gore factor with ten times the number of kills to put fans both new and old at the edge of their seats. After Christopher Robin reveals their existence, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Owl land on the endangered species list as hard targets. Unwilling to hide in the shadows, the ultimate scream team embarks on a murderous rampage through the town of Ashdown to get their revenge on Christopher Robin, once and for all. So don't miss out, and mark your calendars to catch the limited engagement of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2, only in theaters March 26th to March 28th. Tickets are available now. Unsurpassed terror runs amok as a mindless, misspawned abomination from outer space is unleashed upon an unsuspecting world. Boils and ghouls, lock your doors and strap yourselves in from Los Angeles, California. Bloody Disgusting presents the Pooh Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more with your hosts, Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. I'm Leo. I'm Lauren. I'm Trevor. And welcome to the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 331. Absolutely no guests this week. I'm sorry, guys. Just us. <laughs> yes. I think we are the ghoulish guests. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Is this the first time we've ever done this? Leo, do you? <sighs> nope. We did uh, homework, horror homework once before, at least. Really? Just With no ago. guests? Yeah. Wow. No guests. Just, talked about, just talked about some movies. But... I think it was I remember on a week my movie that we already had a guest. It wasn't was oh, it a like bonus? it was a double week. Yes, uh, okay. yeah. But what yeah. were you going to say, Leo? You remember what? Because the movie I talked about was for the sake of vicious. Oh yeah. Then that wasn't all that long ago. Right. Well, here we are, yeah. back again with a talking about movies and and just hanging out. So one thing we wanted to bring up is that most recently, at time of release, we have just released the brand new season of the TV version of this show, which we actually, you listening, may not have even known that such a thing existed in the first place. And it really surprises us because we're like, what are we doing wrong that you don't know that we have a TV show, to be honest? So it's on Bloody Disgusting's very own 24-7 streaming service and it's on the Roku channel Vizio Smartcast you can watch it on Sling TV TCL Live Local Now Select TV Rad TV on the PS5 Pluto as well as Pluto On Demand and you can now watch it on Bloody Disgusting's YouTube channel that would be at youtube.com slash BD Horror Trailers and Clips where it currently lives Woo! Lauren what could you tell us about the, the premiere episode Wow. Well, we talk. <laughs> well, other than the fact that Leo has mysteriously vanished off this episode. Leo is a ghost. <laughs> I, I am a ghost. He's that is correct. He's a ghost host. Uh, yes. But I did hear him laughing, so I knew he was there right, in good. spirit. Yes. Tommy. In spirit. Uh, yes. But he will be on the next one. For sure. Um, our first episode, we had Robert England. Um, and we talked about Stranger Things. 
which is a really awesome show. And I kept it together. I was really professional. I had to keep it professional because we had Stranger Things publicity on the line. So I'm like, okay, I don't want them to never do anything with us ever again. <laughs> but I kept grabbing my hand because I was so nervous. And sometimes he would just laugh and I would jump. And yeah, it's a really fun episode. But then we go to prop store, which is so awesome. It's my favorite place to be yes and uh we got to look at really cool props that were auctioned off they're all sold now but um it was a really cool experience yeah leo you missed out on that one i know you were i think you were dog walking i believe that day was dog that right? sitting dog city dog yes dog <laughs> i really sister, wanted to bring my dog yeah, his sister yeah. has the cutest dog what's the dog's name i always forget Oliver, he's a Westie, he's a West Highland Terrier. Oh, he is so cute. So yes, so yeah, I don't think they allowed dogs around uh, all those uh, priceless movie memorabilia, (laughs) (laughs) which is unfortunate. Because yeah, dude, uh, one of the coolest things there was this Freddy shirt that we talked about on the TV show. We probably talked about this on on an episode as well. The his his shirt from Freddy versus Jason mm-hmm. where he gets impaled by his own claw. So it's sticking right, through the right. shirt. That's a whole effects rig from the end of the movie. Right. And it sold for like what Lauren, what was the price on that thing eventually? I think it was like 50,000. Close to 50 grand. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's oh, awesome. Yeah, God, it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Wait, do we do have we, have we looked up photos? Do we know if Spencer Charnas is wearing it on stage or anything? <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll have to catch up with them. Have a post auction right. uh, episode right. with Spencer. But right. uh, yeah, it was a it was a great time, and it was like that whole week was auction craziness. Just sitting here watching all these uh, pieces of sci fi and horror and and cinema history. Yeah, it was like the Super Bowl watching it. Yeah, I I, I to me. I'm not a sports person whatsoever. What? Yeah, surprise. But this is what I imagine would have been like for someone who loves watching the Super Bowl or something, right? Yeah, you put it on the TV, you make like dip, and then you get some chips, and you make little, what are those, pigs in the blanket? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pigs in the blanket, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you sit and watch and you scream when things are going so high because you're like oh my gosh who are these people spending this kind of money right but then you cheer for them right or there's deals that come up you're like oh i can't believe it it's it's exciting i love watching this it is and then you go crap i missed that lot yep and they have a live auctioneer and it, it was a great, a great old time. It was a good old time. So, yeah. So we went there for the premiere episode of the new season of our TV show. So if you want to get in on that, it's basically this, but you watch it instead. Right. Yeah. And we're trying to do more things where we actually leave the studio as well and take you along with us to horror centric places, stores, maybe effects houses, things like prop store around town wherever it's close to the studio i want to just walk around the streets and and talk about horror movies with like wireless microphones <laughs> yeah on. it's his dream that's to... my dream that's my dream and then maybe i, some... I have a plan I'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go sell uh girl scout cookies at bleak house oh <laughs> there you go hey don't <laughs> the take door opens idea. when walking with the camera <laughs> oh my gosh i like that idea cool scout cookies with the brew yeah. crew that could be like our segment yes. like one of our segments Oh my gosh! Yes. Well, why don't we'll just like get one of our kids to dress up 
There I you mean, go. they're already Girl Scouts, <laughs> but like, and they have cookies and we'll just see what happens if someone answers. Yeah, we all get door. arrested for stalking at the end of the show forever. All right. <laughs> Maybe not. But we're going to do live performances. Yeah, musical performances. We want to do more of those. We've done those in the past. Yes. And we want to bring those nice. back to the Speakeasy Studio, which yeah. is going to be yeah. very, very fun. Really, really looking forward to it. So. Follow us on uh, uh, on our TV excursions over on BD's YouTube channel and all those wonderful streaming platforms that we talked about on Bloody Disgusting's twenty four seven streaming service BD TV. And what would you have? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say if there's somewhere you would like to see us go, let us know, and maybe we'll go check it out. Yeah, because we have zero ideas and no idea what we're doing. That's right. That said, we move on to our new segment called. The Boo Crew dusts a fright flick off the shelf for ah! Horror Homework. It's Horror Homework, where we talk about the films that we've been watching, want to watch, and genre recommendations from us to you and from you to us, because you're a part of this conversation as well. And I want to start this off with just very quickly, Stephen King put out a tweet, uh, I believe it was today, saying that there was a, a film he had walked out on in the theater and was asking people what movie they've walked out on if they've ever walked out on a movie in the theater. And I wanted to spin it around because there was an, a movie I accidentally watched that was life changing. I walked into the wrong movie when I went to the theater once and just sat through it because I was gripped by the conversations they were having on, on screen. And that movie was from dust till dawn. Wow. Oh, nice. So I really went into that completely dark. I hadn't seen any trailers at the time. I forget what I was going to. It's probably some comedy. And I ended up in the theater watching From Dust Till Dawn. And it was not even from the very beginning. So it was some part. It was before everything goes crazy at the titty twister. It was some part in the gangster right. part of the movie at the beginning, like the great dialogue with Clooney and, and Tarantino himself, the Gecko Brothers. And I was just, this is awesome this is like pulp fiction or something like the dialogue was really quick the action was intense it was smart it was edgy it was hilarious and then to have that turn when it becomes spoiler alert a fucking balls out craziest vampire movie i'd ever seen yes oh my god that thing changed my life I'm so glad it did. Right? Any movie, Leo, have you ever had an experience like that at the theater where you walked into something that by accident or you snuck into something, maybe? <laughs> yes. Hellraiser, oh, believe it or whoa. not. Whoa. You accidentally walked into Hellraiser or, or what was the story? That was not the movie you were supposed to watch. It was like my, when I was, you know, a young kid, my, my, my best friend at the time, his parents took us to the theater. This is back when, like, they would drop you off at the theater because they thought you were going to watch, I don't know, Can't Buy Me Love or something. Yeah, <laughs> the and great, then, great then movie, by the way. We secretly knew, yeah, right, <laughs> we secretly knew they were going to be like, no, they're going to watch Hellraiser, Hellraiser, because, you know, people in the schoolyard, you know, kids talk about, like, Evil Dead and Hellraiser and all, all these movies, right, Hellraiser. And then we go in and we're, you know, scared shitless. We're yeah. like, what the fuck, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then, of course, like, his, his parents, you know, his mom comes in looking for us because she realizes we're watching something very sexual and just bloody as hell and then she's kind of looking for us to get it we're ducking our seats hiding not not to be caught because we wanted to stay to watch the movie oh my god well whenever that movie came out oh my god it was in in theaters uh it was late 80s you know 
that movie yeah that movie's dark at dark af man that that is intense that's one of those things where you gotta like purge yourself afterwards and just like (laughs) reset right lauren lauren it's so funny i'm sorry no, I, say, I totally remember like ducking in our seats down to the floor so we, we so we wouldn't get caught and dragged out <laughs> so you never so. got caught no made it through the whole thing wow made it through the whole thing yeah and, and it, so was, she, it was disturbing she believed that you watched the other film she couldn't find us so she assumed we were in another theater another another um room watching something else so she's like oh whatever you know that's the days back when the parents were like oh we're at the mall yeah so. i go exactly that was the time we just as long yeah. as you're home by dark right. whatever right go right. ride your bikes like stranger <laughs> things for real back when stranger things yeah, was ex- real life exactly yeah. exactly yeah totally totally and i hate to sound like you know uh old, old man but man those are good days video stores <laughs> yes. and the bikes man it's yeah. true God. it's true man every everything just oh you had to work for everything right that's true. Yeah. Somehow, I feel like we enjoyed it all the more, right? When yeah. you have to go out and track that stuff down and sneak into yeah. movie theaters like Hellraiser. <laughs> well, maybe people will be yep. sneaking in and seeing Black Phone, right? Teenagers going to do that now, right? Yeah. You know, now I really I sound are, old. Yeah. Now I sound old. Lauren, any any experience <laughs> like that that we could talk about before we start talking about other movies that we've been watching? Okay, well, this isn't horror, <laughs> but... uh so my mom and I went to the movie theater and she wanted to see this movie, this like documentary about like Russian, I think it was about like the Russian ballet. Hmm. And I just went with her because, you know, I got to go see a free movie and, you know, maybe it's going to be interesting. So we go in and all of a sudden these penguins are on the screen and she's like think she keeps saying this is a really long preview and my mom is older and I'm like no mom I think this is the movie and she was like no she didn't clue in that the penguins were animated no <laughs> well she thought it was a trailer oh like one of those let's go on a lobby oh, so anyways <laughs> so it was happy feet Happy Feet. Happy Feet. A dance movie still, right? right? Yeah. So I can see how she got confused that Happy Feet, and I still don't even know what the movie was that she wanted to see, but she went and complained (laughs) to the front that they were playing the wrong movie. Wow. And I was mortified, and they're like, no, it's Happy Feet. I can't even talk. Happy feet. I think you're on what she was on that day, baby. Wow. <laughs> Happy feet at twelve forty five. And she was like, No, it's supposed to be this. And she was so confused. And then eventually we left and she was very frustrated. And we didn't see all of Happy Feet, but Wow. Well, that's a nice cinema cinema memory. <laughs> it's, it's a yeah, happy totally. story. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go into some stuff that we've been watching. Uh, Leo, uh, we've got two on our end. So do you want to bookend? Do you want us to go first and you go in the middle? Or what do you want to what do you want to do? Do you want to play it like that? Yeah, if you want to. I, I got two myself. I got, oh, perfect. I got a, I got I got a, the second one's more of an honorable, honorable mention. Cause sure. Uh, you know, because of our recent guests, but uh, yeah. Well, let's do. Yeah, let so, dude, you kick us yeah. off. Then we'll do. We'll do. You kick us off. Then I'll hit you up. Okay. Uh, so 
on the streaming service. If you have not subscribed to it yet, you got to. It's called Screambox, and it's being curated by the fine gentlemen people at Bloody Disgusting. It is an awesome streaming service for horror. Good horror, man. And there's a new movie on there that I just discovered called Story Game. Have you guys seen that yet? No, I've not. I've been, I have been checking out Screenbox while watching the old Freddy's Nightmares series. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. This this movie's on there. Uh, it's one of their newer re- releases. It's um, written and directed by Jason K. Lau. It's basically, it's one of those, like, who can tell the scariest story? Oh, okay? I love that yeah, shit, basically, man. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you, have, uh, you have three friends who go on a camping trip to Hawaii. They camp on the beach. Ooh. And, you know, once you know they set up their tents and all that, they're kind of like, hey, let's play this little game, you know? Um, so th- this movie stars uh, Alberto Rosendo as James, Greer Grammer as Nicole, and Lyrica Okano as Chica. Okay, so the three of them are camping on the beach on Hawaii. Beautiful opening scene, beautiful scenery. And the conversation basically goes right to this app that james and his friend are working on the app is called and the app is called the story game so it's one of those things where it has like you know like like a wheel of the dam kind of thing you know like a, a virtual wheel kind of thing which we got to bring and back like, by yeah, the way we got to bring that back right <laughs> right so you have like three options you spin the wheel and um you select the genre it, it, so whatever it lands on that's the genre number two you have an x factor so it could be something random, like the word green eyes. And number three, it selects the country. So with those three things, you got to come up with an original story. So the three of them, you know, they're like, you know, yeah, right. Whatever. Cause one's a writer, one's a comic, one's a uh, graphic uh, novel artist, you know, and the other one's a screenwriter. So it's kind of like they all have, they're all creative people. Yeah. And they're all like, you know, you know, so how, so how, what do we do? They're like, best story wins. What's the wager? 50 bucks. Okay. That's how the movie kicks off. Now, they the end up finding uh, some random person on the beach to be like the judge. So he sits with them drinking beer as they each have to tell their story. The cool thing is once the story kicks off, once it begins, the screen transitions like the graphic novel sells a comic book of like creep show. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yes. That is awesome. And the, yes. I'm in. I'm in, <laughs> the Leo. Story, yeah. Story starts to unfold. And it gets downright weird. It gets downright creepy and downright crazy. Um, so yeah, very much. You're gonna see the stories. Like instead of them telling you the story, you're basically watching it play out, and it's really awesome. That's that's as far as I can go. I don't want to give anything else away. Um, but definitely a movie to check out. It's on uh, Screenbox. The Beautiful. story game. Beautiful story game. Well, this one goes. I mean, this piggybacks beautifully. Off what you're describing, Leo. This one is called Gatlop that Lauren and I watched. And it's brand new on digital and on demand. It came out on the 23rd. And it's by award-winning director Alberto Belli from Mexico. And it's written written by this guy, Jim Mahoney, who also stars in it alongside uh, Emmy Raver Lampman, who plays Allison in the Umbrella Academy. And she's also in Jane the Virgin. Ah, Big yeah. up to oh, the yeah, Virgin. Yeah. Lauren's nice. like favorite show Very ever. Cool. Uh, Sarunas Jackson from HBO's Insecure and John Bass from Comedy Central's Big Time in Hollywood, Florida. So it's about, much like what you're saying, it's about a group of friends and these friends sit down and play a mysterious board game that they find in an antique piece of furniture <laughs> that they just bought. And it's called Gatlop. And the game's instructions, which they later find out while playing the game, include... You got to win before sunrise or you will all be forced to play for eternity. So 
what transpires is basically a really fun game of horror Jumanji. Yes. Right? So oh, wow. The cast gets put in these hilarious and freaky situations. And Lauren, you were saying that you love like the writing behind it, right? Yeah, it was really funny. And I really liked the friendship between all of all of them. It was very believable that they were all friends and you really were rooting for them all to like not die or get hurt. At least I was. Yeah, no, they it was uh, they really selected each person, each of the four friends are people you know. Yes. Or they are yourself, right? One is oh, a new, one's a newly divorced guy. One's the stoner. One's a successful business person. One's a struggling actor. So they all have these backgrounds, and the strength in the film kind of lies in the fact that the nature of the game calls on them to reveal deep secrets about themselves that can jeopardize more than just their friendships. So their characters really start intertwining and playing off each other. And it's, it causes a lot of drama and tension to build between all of them. And then on top of that, you start adding the supernatural elements of what happens when you like fuck up your turn in the game or whatever. Right. Yeah. So you could be going to hell all of a sudden or forced to do a jazzercise video for real <laughs> life. Right. Uh, so right. or swap bodies, it, all sorts of shit starts happening. So, that makes it such a fun ride, would you say? Yeah, definitely. And gatlop is the Swedish word for running the gauntlet. Oh, there you go. Because oh, a lot of people are wondering wow. what the hell does that that name mean. I, I thought it was a great. And the actual design of the board game is phenomenal. Yeah, it's really cool. It looks like a like a Parker Brothers game out of the '60s or something. Like it look kind of like Twister used to look like. Yeah, like I wonder oh, who has cool. that game. Right. Right. Want, yeah, they might have made just one for the film. We no, they've got them made. Put it at the prop store. Okay. I'll bid on it. Uh, they've got them at least have two. That's the prop rule, right? Yeah. All these movies. That's what we've learned from our trip uh, over at Prop Store. That's right. Um, I will say that the music on this is phenomenal. And I found out something really interesting. It's got a kind of Danny Elfman whimsy to it. And it's made by this guy, Kenny Wood. And you'd be pleased to know that Kenny Wood comes with great pedigree as he did all a lot of the additional music for one of our collectively one of our favorite movies from the past few years ready or not <gasps> yeah oh wow i love that movie isn't that cool yeah so that's i did cool. i didn't even know that watching it it was afterwards like digging up that that's cool so yeah so gatlop see it right now on demand uh, it was released just a few days ago at time of release the boo crew will be right back no Prepare yourself for the most gruesome and grotesque horror film experience of them all, the Bloodorama Shock Festival. Vampires, ghouls, half-human monsters, and creatures from the world of the undead all join together in one fright-filled, fantastic cavalcade of the weird and bizarre, the Bloodorama Shock Festival. Are you ready for more than four hours of chill-cram terror? Join Christopher Lee, Greta Tyson, Ken Taylor, and John Ashley in search of new hideous horrors. You'll see men turn into maniacs and dead beings turn into living, breathing, unholy beasts that kill at the command of a half-mad fiend. It's all there and in bloodletting, gory color. Don't be afraid. 
see the Bloodorama Shock Festival. If you dare. Leo, we'll go oh, back no. to you with uh, your your second, your honorable mention. My honorable mention, I mean, we, we go back to, well, if you can't get enough of the Springwood slasher, Freddy Krueger himself, you got to check out Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, there we go, man. I was saying I was watching so, that. Bring it. What have you been uh, talk about your journey through Freddy's Nightmares so far, Leo? Well, the beautiful thing about this show is that it's I think this is the first time, right? It's on streaming, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I believe they they were showing some some episodes on El Rey for a while, but, but I don't know if they had these are all the, forty four episodes. Yeah, I don't think they were yeah. they had access to the full season. I might be wrong, but I, I think I remember something like that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think you're right. But this is the first time that you can see you know both seasons in their entirety, and and um, one of the one of the exciting things about about this is that it features of course you know robert england as freddy krueger himself and it kicks off with a pilot episode titled no more mr nice guy who which was directed by toby hooper you know of the original texas chainsaw massacre fame so so cool it's it's yeah it's it's an awesome kickoff to the series because it's the trial of freddy krueger like you get to see where it went wrong and why he was let free that is fascinating. And wow. to have Toby Hooper yeah. <laughs> to take the reins on that is amazing. Yeah. But was he yeah. ever a nice guy, really? <laughs> right? Yeah, you got to think about the title there. No more Mr. Nice. Uh, yeah, right? I when mean, was yeah, he nice? Know. I don't ever remember that. But <laughs> Maybe when he was Fred. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. I don't know. You know? Um, for me, there's a lot of nostalgia in this show, much like the 1984 movie, because both were filmed in my high school. Oh, no way. And uh, yeah, so every scene you see in the high school when, when Lin Shea is teaching uh, the, the history class or English class, whatever it is, and yeah. then the shots, the shots in the, in the locker rooms and the front of the school, you know, where they get dropped off and drive up and park and all that. That's my high school. It's in John Marshall High School in Los Feliz and famous because it's been like an 80 and 90 movie or something. But for me, most important is Nightmare on Elm Street. And I love that they brought it back for Freddy's Nightmares for numerous episodes like there's a track episode track a track a track and field high school competition episode and then they feature it right there from you know filmed on the on the track um but of course the pilot episode the normal no more mr nice guy they took the front of the school and then they made it the courthouse no way so it's wow like, they really yeah. use the shit out of your school are you in it right. are you in are you in freddy's <laughs> no. nightmare <somewhere> <laughs> <laughs> no, I should. I mean, I'm, I'm like maybe six, seven years, you know, too early. I yeah. Because uh, eventually, I, you know, when I watched the movie, it scared me. I, I couldn't finish it, and I had to finish it in daylight when I yeah. first saw it. Yeah. And then, weirdly enough, like six years later, I'm in that high school, and so uh, scary. there were some. Yeah, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know if they still do this, but they used to do like Pete, uh, parent-teacher conference night, you know. Yep. And. uh for whatever reason, the hallways and night are always dim or like dark, and like you know you're you're walking with your parents and you go to specific rooms right to meet with your teachers. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I remember just, just I remember just walking slow, thinking, "Oh man, the lights are off. This is like that creepy scene with Tina in the body bag from Nightmare on Elm Street." You know, and 
where she gets dragged in the blood and all that and this is so much fun man but, right that is that um, is really interesting when you think about it like i didn't grow up in in the los angeles area from up in canada originally but to actually right. be going to school <laughs> right on these movie sets which happens right. probably to a lot of a lot of people in uh, the California area. Was Freddy right? Krueger your like mascot or like yeah, right. on, like the cheerleading <laughs> <laughs> uniform? No, right? Yeah. No, it should have been though. That would, that would be kind of funny though. I mean, we should start a but petition I, I, to change that. Like, I I would really love like if Wes Craven was still around, I would really love to ask him like, what was the fascination with that school? Not just once, but you know, multiple times throughout the series as well. And uh, like, what like what was the deal? You know, is it just because it was just a school that looks like an east coast like uh, academy you know like one of oh the interesting that, yeah i was gonna ask you I, the only reason you i don't know? remember what the school looks like off the top of my head but does it have like a special some sort of arch- architectural uh something about yes. it that makes it different yeah there is some gothic architecture and it's supposed to be like a replica i believe and i always get this wrong it's either yale or it's harvard it's oh, one wow. of those two ivy league schools yeah like the main building like the tower it's supposed to be a replica of one of those campuses that is really cool that is so neat. yeah it's very unique like for an la school very very unique and uh, i guess because it started out as a private school and then 1927 it became a public school and then you know it still retained the same look even though the earthquake destroyed a lot of it and they had to rebuild it but it still looks the same like the original you know gothic architecture you know do you notice that they're still filming things there as you know recent recent years have you been seeing it pop up in different things yes yes yellow jackets was filmed there oh no way oh that's cool yeah no here's the funny thing you watch the first i think it's the first two episodes yeah of that sh- the showtime show uh with uh richie and uh julia and lewis, lewis and all yep. that. when you yeah when you watch the first two episodes not only was it my high school now it's in the interior of the high school in the courtyard where everybody would hang out during lunch and breakfast time you know but it's the exact same tree area where we used to hang out in high school, and oh, at the same year. That is crazy. That is because cool. you know because cool. it's it's set in, it's set in the '90s, and they have the '90s soundtracks and all that. Yeah, yeah. Music. So it's like same year I was there. That's where we used to hang out. <laughs> oh, and dude. if you, and if you if you're a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, uh, the movie with uh, Christy Swanson and um, was it Perry? Right. Yeah, Luke, Luke Perry. Perry yeah. Um, Lou Perry, if you're a fan of that movie, same exact spot, same exact area where they where they hang out. That's where we sang on high school. So a lot of nostalgia. And yeah, they, they're still filming, which really surprises me because you would think that these L.A. schools would not allow that anymore. But I guess for whatever reason, they do. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I've been re-watching The Secret Life of the American Teenager, which has nothing to do with horror. I guess if your teenager was Well, it's pregnant, got in- India Isley in it. Yes. Who's been doing amazing genre films. Yeah, she's the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they go through some scary stuff. That's true. (laughs) That's true. some scary situations there. Um, So that is filmed at Grant High School. And they didn't even try to change the high school name because... That's one. No, they even don't they talk about it. We figure it out that the show actually takes place in Burbank. They film stuff in Burbank. But didn't we figure out because they were referring to different things? We were like, this does this show actually take place in Burbank? I remember once we were tra- we were thinking. Well, about we that. saw the signs. Yeah, but I, well, even beyond that, though, we were like, does the actual characters did they live in Burbank? Oh, right. I remember there were things that pointed to that. Maybe. But they still go to Grant High School. Well, wait, where's Grant? Is Grant they, not in Burbank? Like, no, it's, it's in uh, Van Nuys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, still, Venice. that makes sense. Yeah. Ulysses Grant 
high school, I think. Can you not right. live in Burbank and go to Van Nuys High School? I don't know the de- the rules. Uh, uh pro- probably it's a little too far. I think. Yeah, probably not. You'd probably go to Burbank yeah. higher boroughs. Huh. See, I don't yeah. know anything about anything. That's okay. That's why I have That's you. why I'm here. <laughs> right? <laughs> here for you, babe. But we, I do know Secret Life is an amazing show. It really is. Who's Wait, why am I not thinking of the star of Secret Life? India Isley and the uh the, the star of the show. The girl who gets pregnant. Um why can't we think of her name? Her name is She's in that huge movie, Divergent. Uh, yes. And uh Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. If you haven't seen oh, that yeah, show, yeah, what are you watching yeah. on? What streaming network? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. There you go. Hulu. Not nice. a horror show, but it has India Isley. And it's uh, great. And I'm sure they have a Halloween episode that I haven't gotten to. <laughs> Most shows do. <laughs> All right, Leo, before, uh, before I steer you off Freddy's Nightmares, was there anything else you needed to say about Secret Life of the American Teenager? <laughs> no, no but have you guys been have you guys have you guys checked out uh, hbo i know it's, it's not horror but uh one of our favorite actors is on this show it's on hbo it's the time traveler's wife no but i do know that you know, kate siegel has been showing up yes, on the show and i have not exactly i've not been doing my civil duty and and seeing kate siegel on that show <laughs> i've been waiting for you she's great. you've been waiting for me but okay. you're always working she's great so, is wait, great. is, it, is, I mean, is no, she, she on every episode? Is it a season of show? Is it a movie? What what exactly is it? It's um so it's it's based on a book, but the movie came out like ten years ago with Eric Bana, and I can't remember who okay. the actress. So it was a movie, Amy Adams, maybe. Okay, Something, yeah, yeah, it was a movie, but now this is a six episode season, six episode miniseries. I like six episodes. It's, it's based on the book, okay. and they do some interesting things. Uh, Kate's amazing, and she's she's great. Um, She's in maybe half or maybe four episodes. I think she's a couple that she's not in, but she's in most of them, I think. And she she does she has to she has to dress up in some cool outfits and do some cool things because of the historical historical aspect of where the character goes. Oh, and, that's and fun. The timeline of like being a kid and being an adult and where his mom is. At the time. She she plays a mom, by the way. So um, she's fantastic. I, 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 I know it's not horror, but definitely recommend it because Kate's fantastic in it. And she's awesome. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. we'll put that. We got to, I got to make that a priority. Yeah, we, we really do. All right. Well, moving on, we got uh, another one that we watched the other night called, and this is interesting. Great title, by the way. Oh my gosh. It should be a band. This is a, it sounds like an emo band that would have really Hot Topic. <laughs> Why we aren't sponsored by Hot Topic, I don't know either. I don't know either. Hot Topic, if you're listening. Get on that. We are, we are down. Yes. We are ready. Down. We love Hot Topic. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But yes, it, like, dude, check this name. My heart can't beat unless you tell it to. That's the name of the movie. That is. So Doesn't that sound like band. like the best emo band ever? It is. Like, got the best MySpace <laughs> yes. page that you've ever seen. <laughs> MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All right. That was a recommendation yeah. from from a friend, and it came out July twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Written and directed by Jonathan Quartas. His debut feature. It won the Citizen Kane Award for best directorial. Revelation at Sitkiss, where it also won Best Feature Film. This is a remarkably different kind of horror movie. It was even pitched to us as yes. not sure if this is your kind of horror movie, but it was made beautifully. I believe that was that the recommendation. Uh, was that the pitch I mean, almost per verbatim? 
Pretty much. Yeah. And I think you added the beautiful part. Okay. Well, it is beautiful. It is. It's got a very unique pace and aesthetic. It takes place in kind of a craftsman house with the paneling and that kind of, uh, what's the word? Faded, dark wallpaper. All the stuff that I love. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very quiet nice. movie. And uh, like I said, it might not be your cup of tea, but we enjoyed it. It's about two siblings. And I'm not, I'm going to try not to give away much here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very much loners and they're struggling with caring for their sick younger brother. And there's a big secret at play. Do not watch the trailer. Whatever you do. Do not. Remember we watched the trailer? We're like, ah, Shit. Yes. I hate that when that happens. <laughs> do not. Yeah. What transpires here is very poetic. It's a genre tinged meditation. I had to write this part down. It's a genre tinged meditation because I thought about this afterwards on all sorts of themes from the struggles of the working class, capitalism, and horror folklore. Is that a good pitch? They should oh put that on the back gosh. of the uh, right yeah, on the thing right. on the write up on the so streaming good with thing. Words. Oh, come yeah. on. No, 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 no. And uh, <laughs> at, the interesting thing is at the center of this movie is this actor named Owen Campbell, who plays Thomas, the sick oh, brother. Yeah. So Owen Campbell is the dude who plays Jenna Ortega's cinematographer boyfriend, RJ. In Ty West's X. X. He's yeah, the guy. He's right. the guy, Leo, who everyone thinks, thinks is from Evil yeah, Dead. From Evil Dead 2013. <laughs> like he's a dead yeah, ringer. I thought so too. Yeah. Like he's I got thought this, so too. I thought that was him. Right. The same eyes and the, the long stringy hair. <laughs> right. and the, I wonder if they know about each other. They must. Right. They're like, dude, I look <laughs> like you. you right. Look they like could me. play each other's stunt doubles. That's right? hilarious. Yeah, uh, it's That's uncanny. Right. The other we guy's have name. Both of them on at the same time. That would be amazing. Oh god. Let's do that. Yes. Hot topic if you're listening, set it up. Uh it's <laughs> So that guy's name's Lou, Lou Taylor Pucci is the guy from Evil yeah. Dead from 2013's Evil Dead. Not to be confused with his doppelganger Owen Campbell from my heart can't beat unless you tell it. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up to the stage of Warp Tour, my heart can't beat unless you tell it too. Right? Uh, anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they have like rainbow oh, shirts that with the loud cartoon colors on them and all their songs sound like... Are you right? already then, designing merch from this yeah. band that doesn't exist? You like to spend a lot of time thinking of things that don't, don't exist. exist. Yes, I think like I do. Like ice funny. cream stores yeah, and uh, horror themed ice cream flavors. Yes, and then uh, restaurants for That's pregnant funny. women. Or I, I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh boy, I just realized Pat- <laughs> Patrick Fugit's in it, right? What's that? Patrick Fugit's in it, right? Yes, He's, that's uh, right. Yeah, he plays the lead. From almost, uh, almost famous. What? He was I knew I recognized him from somewhere. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit. Leo, you just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> wow. I'm going to friend you on MySpace. <laughs> wow. Good luck. Good luck. Your profile's not up anymore? I think mine still is. Have you ever been to MySpace recently? No. I'm still no. like a, a version of it. Service. A version of it still exists. Ugh. Yeah. What are you, pretty you like get off on going on the Wayback Machine? Yeah, no, I think so. Oh my Bert, gosh, Bert I Banks, them. Bert Banks still has a page on there. Oh, does oh, he? Oh, the audio clip doesn't work. Aww, oh, dude. bummer. Yeah. That's the best part. Long story short, we made up a stand-up comic 
called Burt Banks, who only tells jokes about Burbank, <laughs> made a fake MySpace page, MySpace page for him and uh, tried to get on big radio station concerts as an opening act <laughs> featuring jokes all about Burbank. And he was and an old man. Horrible they're jokes. horrible. And it was me through a pitch uh, shifter thing, kind of like uh, Ghostface and Scream. But. And then we had a fake live concert for you at uh, Dimples, the karaoke bar. Here which is now no more. It's no. a Whole Foods. Well, I think it was like one of the first karaoke bars. But yeah, he, he used to play there. And then we made shirts that was uh, it was the it was kind of like it was the Warner Brothers logo. I got to find that. Shirt. Except instead of WB, it was BB for Burbank. Burbank. Banks. And we actually had them screen printed <laughs> and would send them out to radio stations and, and uh, email them as this old guy, Burt Banks. I think it was like 81 or something. Yeah, he was, was the old. deal. Yeah, it was a whole backstory. <laughs> Oh. And we actually made live comedy albums Amen. that was apparently God, took place at the so comedy place with audience in the background, right? With the sound effects and everything. Those yeah. were the days. Having the time to do shit like that, I definitely miss. <laughs> oh, God. Now we don't even have time to watch Time Traveler's Wife with the wonderful oh. Kate Siegel, which we, we have to get on. Yeah, we do. We have to make time for that. Yes, we have to go, go back in time. time. Yeah, and make yourself some time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, that's a that's a lot of film. That is. Thank you for sitting with us and listening to us for this whole time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, wow, we've been yapping for like almost forty minutes. I'm impressed with ourselves. Yeah. I could still yap. And I'm impressed with you listening. If you stuck around this long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, that said, watch our new TV show. It's. Uh, free (laughs) (laughs) you're really selling it (laughs) (laughs) until hot topic get involved in it sponsor right Mm -hmm. yeah watch it on youtube's oh what's the address again should i shout it out again youtube.com slash bd horror trailers and clips and you can watch us with spencer charnas of ice nine kills robert england and looking at horror movie props oh and dan and dan dan Dan, marketing manager yeah, marketing manager dan gas in a prop store big up dan he was Woo. awesome he gave nice. us a tour nice. he's great leo you would have met him one day you're, you're, you're gonna, gonna meet yeah, him you'll meet him again yeah we're gonna go there. yeah i think we're just That's gonna awesome. live at prop store and put the right. show at prop store okay all right enough's enough that was episode 331 thank you so much for listening leave us a review please they mean everything to us it's so great to hear from you in that way let us know what you think of these episodes here where we're just yapping and not having any guest, And uh, let that, us know if you check out any of the stuff that we mentioned. Yeah. And tell us things that we should check out that we can talk about. Yeah. Because we're down for that. All right. Well, till next time, this is Trevor on behalf of Leo, Lauren and myself saying sweet screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the bloody disgusting podcast network. Bye!